She's a magical gal in a small town locale. She's a hobby who's part Again, I'm with my friend Jim, my friend Bob. We were talking about the season finale, or maybe series finale, who knows, of WandaVision. Uh, and there's a lot going on in this episode of WandaVision. And I, I thought it was humorous. I read an article by the um, one of the producers or writers or whatever. <laughs> like, like, well, with all the speculation that's going on, a lot of people are probably going to be let down by our, by our finale. And it's pretty bad when you have to get out there and proactively say that people might be let down by your finale. But uh, actually, I thought for sure I would be. And we talked about last week where we were going, how do you end this thing? And for me, it was a satisfactory ending. I, I, was, I was happy. I enjoyed the whole series all the way along. But there's lots to talk about in this. Oh, and we're going to spoil the heck out of it. So don't listen to this if you haven't watched this season finale of uh, WandaVision. Um, let's just go with general thoughts first. Jim, generally, were you satisfied with this? Was it a letdown? What, what, where were you at with this one? No, I, I, was, I was generally satisfied with it. I think, you know, I, I, I see how they are wanting to make it so that, you know, it, it's, I, I want to see more. It's leading into other things. You want to see, you know, what's happened with some other things. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that, you know, that stuff, even if they, they don't have a second season of, of WandaVision, you know, which is kind of hard to have at this point, um, that they put a lot of stuff out there that I think will be good in, in the, the general uh, Marvel universe to now have those things that they've built up and developed in, in this particular storyline now be part of, of, you know, other, other things that are going on. So I, I'm, I think they did a good job. Good. Bob, what do you think just generally about the episode? Were you satisfied with it? Were you not? I mean, did it live up to the rest of the season or what do you think? Yeah, I, I was wondering how that, how I was going to react. And I actually thought it was pretty good. I thought they did a good job. I was wishing it would go on. I was kind of sad to see it end. Um, hey. That's, so yeah, I mean, I mean, if they, I wasn't if they were down. listening to this podcast, they would be delighted with our answers here. That we were all satisfied with it, with all of us essentially saying we would like it to go on, see it go on somehow, and then that we're sad that it was over. I mean, that's what you want, right? To leave your audience wanting more, right? And that worked. So go ahead, Bob. I, I think, yeah, one thing they did, and I'm gonna trash on the previous, not the second to last episode of Star Trek episode two, is they. There was a lot of like scenes right at the end of it with her and Vision and the kids, but they built to it the whole the whole season. Yes. So I feel like they they, they earned it in a sort of. Um, yeah. I thought that came off really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and it's kind of sad. Did you? I mean, the fact that uh, you know, I'm here. Like I said, spoiling the heck out of it. Sorry, guys. Um, the fact that we kind of knew the kids were going to go away, right? But how do you how how do you touch that ground of someone losing their kids 
and make it not just be a disappointment or be upsetting or whatever. And just them putting the kids to bed and talking to the kids one last time. And then we don't see the kids again. We don't see the kids disappear. We don't see any of that. We know they did, but it's not like they went back and showed us that. I think that was a good way to end it with just a conversation with them. Um, And then of course, vision played out completely differently because they're having the conversation while he's disappearing, but that made it very touching as well. And I thought that was um, really well done. I, I liked how they hedged their bet like I hoped they would, which was essentially take the, the white vision and uh, the last thing we see with him essentially is uh, our vision implanting or, or having him access, the white vision access, uh, his memories or the history or whatever. So you don't know now, does, is, is he become like the vision? I thought, I liked the way that they changed his eyes that went from these kind of dead doll eyes to, to more of the vision's eyes. Cause, cause the vision, the actor that plays him gets across so much with his eyes because there's, there's so little to play off on his face and everything is under so much makeup and everything that I think his eyes are really important. And so it was neat to see that the uh, white vision got normalized there at the end. Um, and so it looked to me like, uh, the actor can take that white vision and do something with it if that if the writers want to. And it could be about eventually getting Wanda and Vision back together again. I mean, they certainly have that. They can play up in future movies or whatever they want to do or another season of the show. If they well, and it, and, yeah, and it would definitely change their dynamic. I mean, if you, if you got the white vision and then you have, you know, Wanda now as the, the Scarlet Witch, you know, so they both kind of been transformed yep and to see how they would work together now and transform versions of them work together or not who knows and but that's that's the part of a relationship that everybody's into right because almost whenever they take a, a movie person or a tv person once they get the characters married or something then usually everything sort of falls apart because it's that it's that will they won't they thing that everybody gets into and is is that part of the relationship people are interested in well this way they have a chance to reboot the relationship and start from from scratch i mean they did the same thing with with quill in uh the uh uh, guardians of the galaxy and gamora because gamora is now the gamora from five years earlier uh movie spoilers sorry there and (laughs) And so she doesn't like Quill or doesn't even know who Quill is. And so, and Quill wants to have that relationship with her again. So, so where's that going? It's, it's a reset for that relationship, just like it's a reset for this relationship um, or could be a relationship for this one uh, reset. Um, did, cause wasn't that the last scene was the one where he got the memories from, um, from, our, our vision and then we don't see the white one again do we he just flies off or something yeah 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 that was the last one for the white the white vision yeah yeah that's what i thought then he then he flies up into the sky yeah is so, that his you know, official name the white vision oh i don't know that's just the name i'm giving him because he's white and he's the vision and it makes it less confusing than new vision old vision i guess or something 
or people call him the ghost vision or something because he's white i don't know yeah yeah because he's like really white really pale everything is just like shades of of white white and then his eyes and his and his head thing are blue or whatever so yeah yeah so bob uh what do you think about the whole white vision vision thing? Did you think that was okay, or are you are you thinking the same lines I am, or were you thinking something completely different? Yeah, I was. Hope I was glad that they didn't close the door and vision that he's kind of sort of back. Yeah, and and you kind of want you know him and wanted to get back together. You know, I don't know if that's going to happen because they said it's a little like the Stamets thing on Star Trek. The relationship is now different. So I don't know how it's going to play out, but, you know, right. you know, I'm hoping that those two get together again in the future. Well, and the way I don't know if he's going to remain white. Maybe he'll repaint himself. Yeah. Um, she, she doesn't even know that he has the memories of her vision at this point right because that was done just between the two of them yeah he flies off we don't see vision come back and say oh one more thing before i go i uh kind of fixed the white vision so he's kind of me now <laughs> he didn't he didn't really do that so yeah jim uh what are you thinking over there and your video's frozen but now it's unfrozen so uh, go ahead did you hear me jim I did not. It's your turn to talk. <laughs> Say, tell us whatever you like. Tell us about oh, white vision. Oh, tell us okay. Like. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there were there were a lot of things that they they introduced into this that I could see them using in in other movies and and things like that. So you know, I'm happy with white because that's the entire storyline there. That you know, in in movies they can you know work with that however they want. They they've kind of got uh, Agatha sitting there you know waiting if they if they need her as well and so then now they've got uh, wanda and you know she's become the, the scarlet witch and what is that going to mean into things you know and and the whole idea what agatha was saying that scarlet witch was supposed to destroy the the world and stuff like that so how are they going to play that into uh, future movies i think you said that she's supposed to be in the doctor strange movie Yep. something like that that's coming up so so maybe you know i don't know exactly what's going to be in that movie but you know maybe it, it's where she's off doing something and dr strange has to work to try to stop her from destroying the world or, or if, if that's the story they're going to tell them that or it's going to be part of that story I, I don't know well and people were saying that uh, final end credit scene or is it the final one or the one before that anyway there's two end credit scenes just so folks know so watch both of them but um the one of them is essentially her studying in a room uh but about wizardry and things but she's really it's like a piece of her but the rest of her is doing things in the other room and folks were saying that that reminded them of dr strange and how he would be learning things uh while he was still doing other things as well and it was so it was very much a throwback to that and that kind of her 
getting into the world of of mysticism and things ties into Doctor Strange a lot, so it would make sense that she might seek him out as a mentor or something. And so that I don't I don't know. I do know that his movie takes place after this series, so it's definitely going to be this version of Wanda in uh, his movie. And so we will see how much they make of her or don't. Um, at this point, they, they they also laid the groundwork that she could start to turn evil and things. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, wasn't she was reading like the Book of the Dead or something like that, right? Right. Because because I think Agatha had, had she she showed the book and she said, "Oh, there's a whole whole chapter about you in this book or some something right. along those lines." So now she's reading that whole book, um, and and she you know she definitely. In her in her interaction with Agatha, they were always talking about how she doesn't. She has this power, but she, but she doesn't really know what she can do and what what she's capable of because she doesn't know the the, the magic side of it. She only knows just her kind of now. Just goes with her instincts. Reading up, I think she's going to be able to do a lot more stuff. Yeah, yeah, and so she, I think she's going to be able to do a lot more than she could before. After. Let me see her next time. Yeah, I think they're making her a, a I, so that's really powerful member of the Marvel universe now. Instead of the level she was before, they've expanded that level. So, but Bob, you were saying, Bob, Bob, you were saying so that was what that I didn't yet. I didn't understand that in the final end scene. So that's what she was part of her was studying the sort of the magic part of it yeah i didn't get it right yeah because i mean she she was she was drinking tea on the on the front porch one they made it clear that she didn't have the background on on any of that stuff it was all instinct that she was going on and all just like treating it like a superpower whereas uh, the studying in the background is more where agnes was coming from and so then she was reading up now If she was very shallow, maybe she was just saying, oh, there's a chapter on me. I'll read the chapter on me. I'm really interested in the chapter on me. Uh, and it could be nothing about, about the, the, the spells, but I tend to think it's deeper than that. But go ahead, Bob. Yeah. yeah there's another thing. So the thing about Agnetha, so she says, you're going to be in this universe. You're going to be in this world, you know, the sitcom world. And then, but the sitcom world got destroyed. So how does that work? I didn't understand that. Well, she's just still at, she's just in that, that, that town. And so she's just going to be stuck in that town after Agatha. So yeah, even now the town's like, back to quote unquote. But what everybody else, including Bob, and he was on the same page with my daughter and my wife when they were watching it, of saying, but she was collapsing all of that. And so she, it, it all went back to normal. And we've seen before when, when people get outside of her uh, area of effect, they switch back to their normal selves. So would, you would think uh, Agatha would turn back to being Agatha and wouldn't be the, the crazy neighbor unless she's making a little spell that goes right around where she lives or follows her around or something. I, I don't know. It would be something we hadn't seen before. Well, or she's just doing something that's just affecting that one person, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, if she can make all sorts of other stuff, weird stuff happen, you know, she should be able to 
just have one person kind of lock their brain or whatever into yep. something. And I think that's what we're supposed to accept is the fact yeah. I don't think because she wouldn't have they wouldn't gone through all the trouble to make her be the neighbor again if they were just going to say oh well now she's back again because the spell I mean she might if they ever need her again she'll break out of the spell or someone will come and break her out or whatever but um, for now that puts that character off the table and uh, doing something else um, and did you like the uh well what else i mean how about wanda's like out new outfit and power and the whole thing i thought it was an, i liked her new outfit in that it didn't seem ultra cheesy and yet it was more of she's got some kind of a witchy looking outfit that kind of ties into the comics and things she's never really had a, a outfit really before so this kind of gives her something i, I like the halloween one better did you yeah <laughs> her old school outfit yeah yeah the bright red old school yes <laughs> it was like she was drawn drawn in a comic book yeah uh yeah this, this, yeah this this outfit i think is is it's fine you know it's not over the top or anything i like vision with the boxing shorts i think the the white vision should start wearing blue boxing shorts and i think that would just lighten his character just a little bit that'd be good uh bob any other thoughts on this bob no there's a well there was one other piece with rambo one of the scene credits look it almost looked like they were trying to spin that off yeah with her like the, in her meeting the alien so i don't know if that's going to happen maybe yeah and whether that's going to tie into a movie or a tv series or what it's going to do yeah who knows I mean, that's a the thing. They do need to be planting seeds, ideally, for other movies, certainly other TV series, because they, they want to keep going with TV series. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would see, I wouldn't be surprised with any of this getting a series, whether it's Rambo or whether it's um, Jimmy Woo or whether it's um, uh, Darcy. I mean, any comedy. Well, if they did do a series, I think they, the three of them would be in a series by, or together. Yeah, you know, probably they would they would still work kind of as a team together, probably. But which I would like that would be great for me. I mean, I like all those actors and and her getting new powers and things is interesting. So and we and she doesn't even know what the extent of those powers are or anything. So who knows? She um, bullets. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. I thought the scene where Darcy drove the truck into the side of the other vehicle and then she's just smiling and laughing and saying something and like that hit really hard boy i hope she'd had was buckled in really well i have a feeling you'd be pretty jarred after t-boning someone's vehicle like that but yeah the whiplash would uh, definitely be affecting you yeah you did have your seatbelt on you know it's not like not like that truck's gonna have airbags or anything anything oh no. And it didn't look like she even had a seatbelt on. It looked like she just went, oh, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, but I'll let that go. Um, I will say final thoughts for this season for me are the entire season was enjoyable and it kind of did a really nice job what it, what it was trying to do. It started with a slow burn and just got better and better and better. And about the time we were kind of getting tired of the sitcom stuff, they uh, took off out of that. I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't give them any advice to change anything. To me, it seemed great. Um, 
Jim, what are your thoughts on the whole arc of the whole thing? Yeah, pretty pretty much the same. You know, I'm I'm they they left enough open-ended stuff in the in the end. You know, it's like they didn't just kind of completely button it all up. Oh, here's our self-contained story. We've ended the whole storyline. So, you know, like like they do in in the Marvel universe with everything. They have all these things that are kind of interconnected and stuff. And so they definitely did a real good job in, in this one of, of making you want to see what's going on. You know, so now if, you know, the Doctor Strange movie comes out and it's got her in it and, and everything else, and, and it's partly kind of a continuation of this storyline, then you're going to want to go see that because you're going to want to see what's going on next. And I don't think that's an easy thing to do. I mean, they make it look easy in the Marvel Universe, but I think it's pretty hard to do closure and make people feel like a satisfactory end and yet leave enough things open to keep going forward. I think it's a delicate line there because if you leave too many things open, they don't feel closure. And if you close down too many things, you can't continue with storylines. So I think Marvel does a really brilliant job of figuring out what they can close off, what they, what they won't. And and to show, and, and a lot of times the end of a movie or the end of a show, there's some sort of transformation that happens to characters that allow you to go, oh, now we can head into a different adventure with them. And so it gets you closer, but it also sets up the next sort of piece. And I think they're brilliant at that. And yep. I mean, you, you watch so many shows like Lost or whatever, and the end doesn't do that at all. It just falls apart. And um, to have that skill is a great skill. Um, Bob, what did you think of the whole season overall and everything? Yeah, like I said, I wish it was going on. Um, so that says a lot because it does say a lot. I don't like generally watch a ton of TV, so me wanting to actually see another episode, I think they did a really nice job with it. Uh, at the beginning of it, I was like kind of going, like I said, about episode three, it was starting to have a rough time, but like I said, just about that time they switched over. And like you said, I think they did, they do a better than, way better than average. Like you think, you now your sci-fi fans are going to piss at me, but like Star Wars, you end and you feel like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just well, don't especially this last <laughs> trilogy or whatever didn't, yeah. So yeah, that that's certainly a skill that, I don't know if they've got perfected that because of comic books. You know, the comic books got to go on and on. They got to have new stuff that spins off. Maybe that's what they got. But whatever they did, it, yeah, it worked for me anyway. Excellent. Excellent. That, that is a good analogy because the, the comic books, you know, you're always you're having the stories that are happening and progressing in each individual comic book. And then they have interactions from one comic book to another comic book. And so, you know, where this, we had Wanda. It's like, and, and it's almost like now she's gonna, you know, have a, a guest role for a, for for some movie of Doctor Strange. So it's like almost like she's being in that, in that comic book, some crossover in that comic book. Yep, and and they're smart for doing it. That was Marvel's comics are known for is doing that pollination of taking characters and dropping them into other people's comics for a few issues and things. And I think that they're smart to take advantage of that. Um, and like you say, Marvel, the comic books are excellent at knowing, okay, we got to have closure every once in a while to kind of make the fans feel like, okay, I've read something, I've read 12 issues or whatever, and I'd like to know that it was worthwhile. And is this, 
isn't just a constant ongoing story. So they do have closure, but they have enough open ends that they also have to keep it running. And so Marvel Comics has always been good at that. And it's transferred somehow to the movies really well, too, um, where a lot of movies struggle with that. I mean, like you say, Star Wars struggles with that. Star Trek str- struggles with that sometimes. I mean, a lot of things struggle with it. So uh, I think it's brilliant. And uh, I'm very happy with the series. Can't wait till uh, in just a few weeks we get uh, the uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon series. And that will be a whole different feel to it, I think. But that'll be fun to get into as well. So, And we'll probably cover that. I think we'll do, uh, like I say, I think uh, we'll... Uh, get into Picard here at least the first few episodes and see what Bob feels about that and Jim and whether they want to continue with that or not and then uh, we'll be covering Winter Soldier when it comes out in like three weeks or something like that whenever it hits so yeah all right well I think we'll end there unless anybody has anything to add Um, I do think the I I will say we don't often we talk about story and we talk about the characters but I mean I really think the acting I think um uh, the actress that plays Wanda does such a good job that she, they gave her a lot to do and a lot of emotional arc in this whole thing from being kind of a comedian to being serious to being grief stricken, angry. I mean, just the, the whole gamut. And she did a really nice job, especially in this last episode of kind of pulling that all together. And, uh, and then, uh, Certainly, uh, Paul um, Bettany, I think it is, that plays Vision, uh, just did a wonderful job of being um, a mystery character that they couldn't get us too much information on. So he was always kind of secondary. He was never like the main character of this thing, but he always made it interesting and made himself um, be wonderful, whether he was in kind of human form, interacting with his um co-workers or whether it was certainly all his interactions with Wanda are always great um yeah and if for anybody out there that wants to experience more of the two of them together where I think the magic really shows if you go back and watch um about 20 minutes into Infinity War they have some really nice scenes together there for the next 15 minutes or so that uh, it's a nice piece that really shows the two characters together that I think helped launch this whole series so Anyway, without further ado, there you go. Enjoy uh, if you get a chance to watch it. Thumbs up from me. Thumbs up from Jim. Thumbs up from Bob, even though he does has no thumb. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll see you folks later. Thanks. Record this. So uh, we're continuing our discussion of, of WandaVision just a smidge more because I just wanted to add something to it. And I haven't got Matt's view on it. We have Matt here. We have Bob here with me. Um, uh, what I really want to talk about is the the ship piece where he's talking about uh, what is the thesis? What, what's that called? The theus is a thesis ship. Or ship the, the ship of Theseus. Ship of Theseus. So the ship of Theseus. They have a scene where they talk about it, and essentially, maybe Matt can kind of walk us through what the whole ship of Theseus piece is of the episode and what the importance is to vision of of this whole piece go ahead matt so the ship of theseus is a uh guess philosophical thought experiment uh talking about uh 
a theoretical warship that is in a museum that uh, over time deteriorates and is restored. And uh, as pieces of the ship are replaced, eventually there are no pieces that are actually part of the ship that Theseus ever sailed on. Um, So the question becomes, is that, is it still the ship of Theseus? And so that, you know, what's, what really is the ship? Is the ship the actual wood or is the ship the, idea that you know theseus once walked on the ship or uh, you know at what point does it stop being the ship of Theseus? and that's the point i was going to bring out is at what point does it stop because because okay at some point it's 100 the ship then as bits rot and they replace it now it's 90 percent the ship and 10 percent of it has been replaced with with replacement pieces and then over time it's now 60%, 70% that's replaced. And then eventually the whole thing's been replaced. And then if it's going to keep on going in the future, you're even replacing those replacements, right? So you're even getting further and further away. And it's like, at what point does it stop being the ship? And so how it relates to vision, I suppose, is they're going, okay, the, the both these versions, the white version of vision and the regular version of vision, neither one of them, she didn't, take the original body like they said that she did earlier in the episode she actually created this vision so one of them the the vision that we're used to is a completely replicated vision that has none of his original pieces or anything the white vision seems like they made him from some of the parts and things that they had a vision so maybe he's got some of the original stuff in him but which one is vision or are they both vision uh, just like with Theseus, which, how is that? And and he opposes another, or or are, or, are, or are neither of them vision, or neither of them, yes. And and they mention both things. The the white vision mentions that are they neither the sh- they're 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 neither the ship. He says, and they are both the ship. So he he's like saying that they, that they that essentially they there's nuance to them. And they both have pieces of the vision, but neither of them are the original vision we're used to. They're different variations of that vision. And I just think that was such a cool and interesting piece to include in the episode. And they didn't spend much time on it, but it gives you a lot to think about, right? Uh, and then they, they, but he also mentions something else. So he, he mentions that you can replace the ship piece by piece. And then he had another way of, of saying it, or if, it rotted I'm trying to think of how else did he say it? there's there was two ways to replace it anyway but if you go back and watch that clip and i'll try and play the clip here so you get a chance to hear their discussion of it but either way they replace the ship it's like part of it's the real part of it's not is it the ship is it not the ship so it, it just leads to this whole vision thing now uh bob did you have any thoughts on that whole piece of that or did you I, I guess that, that was good that we have that clarification. I just looked it up too, so it's not strictly a Marvel. I thought maybe it was strictly a Marvel thing, but yeah, it ties into to the episode because the two of them, like you said, are not technically uh, Vision. They're sort of versions of him. Yes. So does he Vision the original Vision even exist? Right. Yeah, so it makes sense now. And he's sort of postulating that I think the vision that we associate as being the real vision at the time, the one who speaks like vision and everything that we're used to, 
is essentially, I think, postulating that you, to the white vision, you are vision. You are part of, of what vision is as much as I am what vision is. We are both vision and, like I say, different versions of vision, but we are vision. And uh, the white vision, then once he gets the memories like re-triggered in him, so he gets the memories back, I think the last thing he says before he flies like through the roof is he says, I am vision, and then he, he takes off. So I think he he does have that understanding that he is a version of vision. So. Well, and that was that was kind of his his conclude the white vision also says at some point, neither other ship, both other ship. Yes. And does. I think that's that I mean he's saying that about the ship. He's also saying that about vision because neither of them is the vision that existed up to the moment that Thanos ripped the Mind Stone out of his head. Right. Because one of them is the body and restored digital memories. Mm-hmm. The other is kind of more the soul, the the bit that the you know the the full color vision is kind of the vision that Wanda created from her memory and from her powers count her powers also come from the mind stone or her the the amplified version of her powers comes from the mind stone and so you know that which is where visions you know air quote soul comes from right and so um you know he was you know reaching that same conclusion about the two of them that that while neither of them are the version of the pre- Snap or the pre, you know, the pre end game version of vision, they're both vision. Yeah. Uh, and interesting the way they, they did it here with vision with uh Wanda's vision just kind of restoring uh memories that were already living within the within the body. And uh in the in the comics when they did this, uh I think that that's some a very similar storyline. Uh the two two versions of vision essentially merged yeah. you know with their whole like phasing power uh they just kind of merged together into the then the new current proper right. version of vision yes so i was wondering if they were to merge these two but they didn't do that but i thought they might merge the two but uh that would have been another way to do it but they right but then you you got a, a really touching moment yes. when she you know allows her family to stop existing and so that was, yeah. which totally wouldn't happen. You know, that couldn't have happened had they done it the other way. Well, and that's the thing that we haven't gotten your. We we chatted about it last week, episode nine, but we haven't gotten your version of of, of things. Um, I, was the whole arc of Wandavision satisfying to you? Were you satisfied with with the final episode and things, or what did you think? Yeah, for what. Um... Like I said, you know, we've already, I think in a previous episode, we talked about kind of Hunter and my disappointment with it, it not just just being Wanda. Correct. Um, but for what they did with it, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked the uh, I liked the finale episode a lot. Like, you know, you got a good, you know, Marvel superhero town destroying kind of battle. It was interesting yeah. seeing that play out in a small town versus usually they're, you know, they're either kind of destroying a, a big empty or field yeah. or, or a city. Um, Agreed. So kind of, kind of cool. It was interesting watching it play out in the kind of, you know, small middle America town kind of thing. And I thought um, it was interesting too, the fact that 
that like you and Hunter believe it would have been more interesting if it was simply Wanda the whole time. I do think having Agnes come in um, and become Agatha Harkness. And uh, I think that that allowed them to have an antagonist and yet uh, they did a nice job of saying, well, she controlled a few little things on the edges, but most of this was Wanda. And well, they, they left it where she she wasn't making her do it. She was just manipulating it and trying to take advantage of it. Yes. And, which is and, better. And, which is better, right? It, it, yeah, I, was, I was afraid he was going to take the thunder away and it was all going to be her manipulating, you know, uh, pulling the puppet strings on Wanda, but that's not really what it was. And so that was interesting and, and that she wanted the power that wanda had and so it's like it's not like she had more power than wanda she was like oh i want that but uh well and i i liked the uh i i, I was pretty happy that they didn't make the uh the bad I, I can't remember his name the sword agent who's just being a, a jerk the whole time yeah, and, right. and just wants to kill wanda uh, I was glad that they didn't like, oh, this guy was secretly Mephisto all along and he was Correct. manipulating Agnes to manipulate like just yeah, it was that that or I was, he walks I was through they, and all of a sudden gets power and then he's attacking, you know. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they, they had it be Agnes. Just just let him just be the government schlub that he seemed like he was. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So uh overall satisfying. Um which it was amazing. I mean, if you go back and listen to our episode eight podcast, um, we were just thinking, how are you going to finish out in one episode? How is this? It's going to be impossible not to let us down. And yet they pulled it off in a way that to a person, everybody has said that it was solid. So I'm very happy with that. So uh, good deal. Um, anything, uh, anything to add, Bob, to any of this? Or did you cover enough before you think? Yeah, no, I think I covered it last I week. I just I understand Matt's point of view. And also, I wanted to get that whole piece, that 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 <clears> whole <throat> theoretical piece about vision brought out because I don't think we brought that out as much. So I wanted to do good. All right, we'll end it there. Uh, hope you enjoy that episode. It sounds like there's going to be no second season, at least so far that they're looking at. But uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with uh, looking at uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I think will be a lot of fun. That for us, you'll hear this after this, but for us, it starts next week. Uh, for you guys, it's probably already started by now by the time you hear this. So, anyway, enjoy that as well. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>